Blog Talk Radio. Race fans, we got something special just for you. Listen in as Chris, Yellow Caution Flag Creighton, and Mr. DJ Sports are in the studio. The 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive, bringing you interviews from drivers, promoters, and crews of all types of racing. These are interviews you do not want to miss, so make sure you guys check it out. Welcome to the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. Got my co-host in here. Well, I should have him in here. I should have already hit this button. Got him in the studio now. Chris, how you doing tonight? All right, my friend. Doing well, doing well. It's a little bit better temperature down here in the state of Mississippi, so uh, we're enjoying it for sure. How about yeah, cool down. This, cool down this week for us. It was 90s last week, but... Uh, with real feels of a hundred, nothing like I'm sure y'all's experiencing, but uh, uh, it's definitely cool back down. Just been under the weather the last couple of days, you know, those viruses and flus and everything else. Kids back in school going around, so I spent the last 24 hours kind of under the weather. But I am uh, looking forward to doing this. Looking forward to uh, talking to Dawson. Just kind of looking over um, his his uh, resume here pretty impressive so uh looking forward to that um one of your co-hosts chris uh sent out well i'm not gonna say one of your co-hosts has because he sends it out every week sent out the points of the race chat live 110 nation race pool and i tell you what this has been the longest run since about week four that i've not been on top and this is like the yeah, longest yeah. run that I've not even been in the top four, I think, period. Right. Me and you, uh, we, we picked the same guy last week. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't see how I lost so much to everybody else, considering, I mean, Kyle <laughs> Bush finished with the top five finish. Yeah, I don't know how all that works. <laughs> I just know I've been cruising all year long at the top, and then all of a sudden, playoffs happen, and I had two top fives, and I'm, I've slid down out of the top four. Because last week, I forget who I had, but it was a top five as well. It might have been Rowdy as well that week, too. I forget. Wow. So you're, you're near the cutoff line. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting to know. Uh, that'll play into a little bit of strategy. Uh, this week it's Bristol too, so you know you never know. But I, I've already got my mind on who I've got to. Got, I think I got to zone in on. And uh, I tell you what, man, uh, it has been uh, just a crazy seesaw season. As you know, every week it seems like somebody's either going up to up the chain or down the chain. So that's uh, interesting. I'm, I've got a one point lead on everybody right now, so I, I've got to play. Uh, I got to got to play with my rearview mirror there, you know. Yeah, I'm about to feel how some of these drivers feel. I'm going to be leading the points all regular season, and the playoffs show up, and I'm nowhere to be found all of a sudden. So it's not how uh, not how I was hoping the playoffs would play out, but I have enjoyed it. Looking forward to uh, tw- uh, 
uh, what am I, what word I'm looking for? Um, basically tweaking. There we go. Tweaking a few things and looking forward to doing this again next year on the, on the race pool. So kind of excited about that and how this year played out. Um, let them know what you got going on tomorrow night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. And then I'll let them know what we got going on Wednesday. Hit some social media, and our guests should be uh, in the studio about what we're doing with that. Yeah, that's right. If you if you were wondering what the hell me and uh, Mr. TJ Sports are just talking about, we're talking about Race Chat Live. We air every Tuesday night. We talk the hottest topics in racing, race fans. And, uh, you know, if it's, if it's big and it's happening, we're probably going to talk about it. Of course, most of our content is about NASCAR, but we have uh, dibbed and dabbed in other forms of racing and stuff. You know, this big news. I mean, uh, Hudson O'Neill won the uh, Eldora 100. And, uh, you know, that's, a, that's probably something that, that we'll be mentioning and talking about uh, on our show on Tuesday night. But uh, we want to ask y'all to join us. You can find us at Race Chat Live on Facebook, of course, at uh, Chat Live on Twitter, and uh, of course, you can find myself at Yellow Costume Flag Productions, of course, yellowcostumeflag.com, and uh, you can find us here at the 110 Nation Sports. How about you, Mr. CJ Sports? Um, Wednesday night, Mario and myself will be holding it down in the studio. We're going to be recapping week two of college football, week one of the NFL. My Browns are 1-0. and um, So uh, get to uh, get to talk some uh, football this uh, this week. So looking forward to that. Give our predictions for the next week. And then don't forget, you guys can also <coughs> me, catch uh, – Safety for Success um, podcast on Thursday nights. It got to do with racing, and it's also got to do with safety in racing. Um, so make sure you guys check that out as well. Uh, looking forward to uh, listening in here in another episode of that out of uh, Jared over there. So, uh, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we all covered here at the 110 Nation. So uh, make sure you guys find a show. If you guys need help find a show, all you got to do is go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, it's got our shows, it's got our videos, it's got our blogs, it's got the show schedule, and it's even got these nice little pretty tabs, these little uh, podcast tabs or, or I guess app tabs. It sends you over to iHeartRadio or Spotify or iTunes or Spreaker or Sp- I don't know if I said Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, yeah, Podchasers. You you name it. Um, there's a link Amazon, over there. It'll send Amazon you over there. Music. Yeah, Amazon Music. I knew there was another one I was missing. Amazon uh, Music and Audibles. Make sure you guys check them out. Follow uh, follow our shows on their platforms um, so they know um, that people on their platform are listening to our shows as well. And Mr. Uh, Sports? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, roll Tide. <laughs> My, y'all, y'all didn't win. Huh? Didn't y'all lose? Yeah, of course we lost because we suck. Okay. But we're <laughs> we still going to give you a roll of time. <laughs> <laughs> I just probably threw it out. I was like, hold on. Like, did you? Because I was, I was refraining myself from, from jumping on Alabama earlier when I was talking about no, we're recovering no, no, no. week one of <laughs> – 
They say when but, we, uh, we go hide under rocks, but we really don't, Mr. CJ Sports. We, we, we're human just like everybody else. We, uh, we we take the L's for what they are, and we try to pick it back up and head back out and win the next game we go play. So uh, as long as we beat Auburn this year, at least we'll have some kind of bragging rights. And, hell, if that doesn't work, well, guess what? That just proves to the rest of the world we are mortal. So. While we're thank, uh, uh, waiting – yeah, I want to thank uh, I want to thank the crew real quick, uh, Mr. CJ Sports. Of course, none of this would be possible if it wasn't for the hard work and the the, uh, the extra effort that Mr. CJ Sports puts into this, and uh, gives us all this uh, opportunity to be here on the radio side. But you know, without the staff, uh, none of this would be possible for Mr. CJ Sports either. And, and that staff grows uh, pretty deep. Uh, Miss Lee Reed, she takes care of our production side, uh, keeps us, uh, you know, kind of kind of upbeat she keeps us on the handle uh she'll let us know when we're do, not doing something right and she's always been just a, a integral piece uh to the product of course uh taz taylor who's uh, my co-host on race chat live as well along with miss lee reed um you know taz he's the tasmanian devil of the airwaves he's he, he come to us as a young lad and uh he has really grown over the last four or five seasons uh, it's just amazing that Give him the key to the Cadillac and watch him roll, as he has done so many times before on Tuesday night. And I also want to thank our buddy Craig Moore, who doesn't exactly work with us as much anymore, but he's still always there. He's listening in and uh, trying to be a part of the team in whichever way, form, and fashion he can fit himself in. And, uh, you know, uh, Jared Hudson, of course, a guy that we uh, brought on board a few years ago with another show, and uh, now he's uh, been promoted to his own podcast, as we said. Uh, safety and racing, uh, a podcast about safety and, and racing. Um, so, uh, um, you know, just if it wasn't for those guys and, and, and the entire team that surrounds us, uh, you know, none of this would be possible. Still waiting on the uh, We are. And I want to make sure I throw out one more. Uh, Mario Edwards, um, owner of – Caroline Sports Plus has been our marketing partner, I, I want to say, at least five years. Um, came on board um, this season with me to co-host uh, the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, is willing to fill in any time that he needs to fill in. So uh, glad to have Mario on board. He also helps post stuff on social media for us as well to keep our page running. Um, so got to be thankful to uh, have him on board. Yeah, we're going to give us a, a few more minutes, um, and then we might have to uh, reschedule. Um, yeah, so the one thing I just that I is that since we've been doing this, uh, this, this exclusive is uh, these are young talents. They come from all over the place. They've been accepted into, um, I guess, the Hornaday's uh, School of Racing. And uh, so we, what we've been able to be privileged of over the last month is actually interview these young talents that have signed on uh, with the uh, – what, what's the exact name? Hornady uh, – Team Hornaday Development. Um, and uh, these drivers have – you know, they're, they're on their way. They're young. They're, you know, I don't think we've talked to a driver that's been over the age of 18 yet uh, over the last four <laughs> weeks. But uh, these are young kids that are trying to get their foot into the door um, you know, as you know, we think about NASCAR, and every ten years we have a new list of drivers that come up. Well, this is kind of where they start, Mr. CJ Sports. 
You know, when we get a 15-year-old in here, and in eight years, that joker's going to be 23, and he's probably going to be developed into a cup driver and or has found something else to do. Um, so that's kind of at the age that we've uh, uh, been interviewing these kids as, um, and these young adults from, the, you know, basically, I think, what, 13 or 14 years old all the way through 18 or 19 years old. Um, the, these kids are looking for the opportunity. A lot of them have come through the same uh, feeder meal, uh, so to speak, uh, they've stepped out of the Legends cars and into the um, the uh, late models, uh, of course, uh, with Team Hornaday uh, being the uh, uh, basically the school behind uh, their their uh, forward progress. Uh, Mr. CJ Sports, do you have anything to add to that? Did you ever look at your kids at three, four, five years old and be like, I see a very successful race car driver right there. Cause like, I've never once saw that. Like I decided as a parent, I like to know how, you know, like I got one kid right now that can't work. She hurt herself. And then she was actually supposed to go Friday to get released, to go back to work. And then Saturday night while skating, someone crossed in front of her. She tried to miss them and she face dived into the wall, the concrete wall, got a concussion and a fractured neck. Um, I got, I got another one that constantly runs into things. Um, I got another one. I'm sure I could come up with one for every one of these kids and every relationship I've been in. Did you ever want to look at your kids and just think, you know, I think I want to fork out thousands of dollars because I see great potential of them being a race car driver. Like I just, You know, that, it's been an anomaly, I think, for, for those common folks such as you and I. Um, you know, racing is a, an expensive sport. There's no denying that. It's not a sport oh, yeah. that basically, um, if you grew up on the poor side of the tracks, you're probably not even going to be exposed to the sport mm-hmm. to even have the interest. But what amazes me is how these generational uh, well, not so much the generational drivers, but the non-generational drivers, like the kid who just watched it on TV or maybe got it, uh, you know, iRacing or the NASCAR racing game on PlayStation. And next thing you know, Dad goes out and buys him a full-size late model. Um, those are the those are the stories mm-hmm. that probably be the most because that that's the new breed. That's the, where the new talent's coming from. You know, we we've talked so many times about the Silver Spoon drivers, and those are generational drivers. We're, you know, Todd Gillian, he he is the great he is the grandson of Butch Gillian. Of course, David Gillian, his father, right, raced. Uh Dale mm-hmm. Junior, third generation driver, Kyle Petty, third generation driver. Um uh, you know, the, the, you look at Jeb Burton and Harrison Burton, both uh sons of former drivers. These are generational guys. So you kind of expect them to be in racing at an early age, but it's, it's, it's definitely a lot more to that. These kids are coming out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're coming out of Miami, Florida. Those are not typical areas uh, where you would find race car drivers, especially generational race car drivers. Most of those yeah. are either going to be found in Indianapolis or over in the eastern seaboard near North Carolina. Now, 
I grew up going to two local tracks, tracks one, and there were asphalt tracks, one in, there, in Ohio growing up. One was Kill Care, one was Shady Bull. Uh, Miss Lee has probably heard of Shady Bull. I don't know if she's ever heard of Kill Care. Um, Kill Care only does like four races a year now. The rest of it's, it does drag, drag racing, which I'm not big into. I've been in HRA, and I'll go, but it's not something I go out of my way to go watch. Um, I've been to a track in North Carolina and Florida here and there, um, but nothing that I was dedicated or had someone behind the scene. You work at um, Why Not uh, Motor Speedway. You, you're on the microphone. You, you deal with a lot of these teams. And speaking about money, and it's just while you were talking, I was thinking this. Are there any owners out there of cars that just let people drive their cars, say that they're too old, and they want to continue to give into the sport or just want to have a race team and spend the money and let young talent drive yes. their cars? Is that even a thing? Yes. Yes, it is a thing. Um, and, and, you know, uh, one of the best examples that I can bring right off the top of my head is Randy Thompson. Uh, the K3 machine, of course, Bud McCool raced uh, this, this uh, race car and won the World of Outlaws Rookie of the Year. Uh, Bud McCool was his name. Uh, so Randy Thompson never been a driver, but has always been a team owner. Uh, and drivers like legends like Jim, uh, Jim Mc, uh, McDuffie, uh, also Johnny Stokes, uh, ran, uh, 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 shoot. All kinds of names. I'm sorry, my main, my my head went blank there just for a few minutes as uh, I was reading the, the message that uh, we'll have to reschedule uh, our our uh, interview with our with our guest here tonight. But uh, yeah, you know uh, there are car owners. Of course, uh, we just had uh, the great Charles Berg. He passed away. He has always been a car owner. Owned the 7-Eleven Country Pleasing Machine. So and and of course, Henderson Motorsports. Leon used to be a driver. He hung up his hat uh, after a pretty vicious wreck at a fall classic uh, about eight years ago. But he, you know, continued to own a race car and put drivers in it and give people opportunities. Uh, the Franklin, I don't know if you know uh, um, uh, the Franklin. Uh, Why do I keep on blanks, man? <laughs> I, I, what it is, I'm not used to talking about my stuff here. So, uh um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely common um, to have uh, just car owners, uh, and, you know, because, now, look. Uh, with, with, that, with that point, and, and I just want to have this conversation with you, then we'll wrap it up. We'll get a nice little segment in here just uh, talking about racing, and um, we'll reschedule the interview. But uh, I'm talking about that, the owners, is it? Is it even worth it to them? Like, I mean, other than getting the pure joy of watching a, a young, young talent that financially would not have had the opportunity, like, is there because of the the expense of this sport and what it costs? Is it even? I, I, aren't technically since they're not running for championships and everything else, and I'm sure that the driver gets the purse or at least a cut of the purse. Are are they even breaking even? I'm doing that kind of thing. Right. So, so Mr. CJ Sports, I, the best way that I can explain this is you and I, you, especially, look, you, you, I'm sure you, uh, every month, come up with the pennies to make this show work, right, and, and keep the network going mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. There are people, uh, Mr. CJ Sports, that have never had to worry about anything like that in, in their time, or they have gone 
you know, well above their their uh, financial uh, uh, dreams and are, you know, basically the sport is still a hobby to a lot. And they and it's bragging rights. And it's, I want the best car. Some people have expendable income, Mr. CJ Sports. I, I know it's for – for those of us that are in this uh, in this world that we live in now, there's no way to catch up. It's hard for us to believe that there's actually uh, car owners and, and 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 whatnot that are you know in the sport to uh, just you know throw away a bunch of money. But uh, you know a lot of these guys are business owners and they you know I hate to say use tax write off as you know the cliche, uh, but you know typically there's you know investments into things that won't make them money, and at the end of the day. Uh, they can use that as uh, you know a counterbalance on their sheets. Look, uh, the best the best uh, example I can use here is Phoenix Racing, right? You remember old James Finch? He owned a construction company, right? Big time. You know James Finch. Brad Keselowski won his very first race in the number oh nine. Remember? Yes. Yes. So yes. James Finch owns the construction company Phoenix Racing. He's been around. He's been giving cars to guys for the last 50 years. Jeff Purvis, you know, old Jeff Purvis, he used to race in Phoenix City uh, in a Phoenix uh, construction race car. Um, you know, and, and look, if, you know, James Finch loves racing. And so he has taken money out of his own pocket throughout his lifetime to support the sport that he loves. And that's the reason why we are where we are today, Mr. CJ Sports, is because of, you know, true – uh, uh, um, true, true ambassadors of the sport that do this for the love of it. Look, there's no way you can spend two hundred thousand dollars on a truck, on a on a hauler, and a race car, and a pit crew, and expect to make any money when payouts five hundred dollars at the end of the night for a win. Yeah, most most definitely. I, that's why I was asking, and um. I'm sure hopefully we'll have a follow-up on this on, on one of our shows. I don't want to keep everybody too long. Um, we're going to have to reschedule Dawson Sutton. Um, I'm not quite sure where the communication got um, mis- whatever misdirected one person one day, one person another day. But what's great about these podcasts, it's easy peasy. We can talk, fill the spot. We got plenty to talk about and uh, we can always reschedule um, Dawson on the show. So that's not a big deal. Um, Chris, anything you want to throw out there real quick? Yeah, I do want to make another comment to this. Dale Jr. has basically said, look, he doesn't pay for racing out of pocket. If he can't find somebody to help him pay for racing, then he's not going to race. There are two. There are two different worlds of racing, Mister CJ Sports, and, and yeah, what makes the racing that, that, what helps him. That's that's different, though. That's that's a different world. Like, I would be shocked if Dale Jr. is not able to come up with sponsorship money to slap on his cars just by his name. Um, so like, that's, that's two different total ends of the spectrum on that. I get what you're trying to go with, but that, that was, Dale Jr. is not the example when it comes to sponsorship. Um, and I've always been one and I called this when he retired. I don't think that his racing career was all, all that. And I know there's Dale Jr. fans that just worship everything he walks on. But I've been preaching since day one that he will have a car in the Cup Series, 
and that is what will get him from behind, out of that shadow. That's what Junior's going to be known for is a championship race team, not so much the individual racer. Um, and I, I've been calling that for a long time. And as much as I don't like Dale Jr., I see, I, I see him putting his his chess pieces in place, and especially uh, trying to kind of wait out this whole uh, um, charter stuff. And because he, he ain't he ain't paying that ridiculous money, he's gonna he's gonna get somebody on the Yoki doke. Someone's gonna get in a, in a tough spot and have to sell that under market value, and he's gonna get him a deal. So. Yeah. He's getting every. He's getting all his ducks in line. He's got drivers. He's got a whole. He's got everything. He's just waiting for that somebody to drop the drop the ball, and he's gonna run with it. That's right. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen soon enough. Uh, you know, and the uh, the new media deal and the uh, the other deal with the uh, the charter systems, all that'll come out. What's very inter- interesting was that. Uh, the guy who's supposedly running NASCAR, the France Jim France, doesn't uh, doesn't necessarily want to keep the charter system, and uh, that's that's very disappointing, considering uh, that you have to if you're going to compete like other sports, you have to have some you have to have some ownership somewhere within uh, the league. And you, you know you can't own everything NASCAR, and so these guys are going to have to have something that gives them uh, an entitlement. To uh, to be able to say what can and go with their race team. The one thing that these charters created was value in a race team where there wasn't value before, and that meant that when they lost their sponsor, they had to sell their their uh, equipment for pennies on the dollar, and that that's not so much no anymore if you own a charter. I understand that part of it. The only thing that I wish they would do different is put Sonic some kind of cap on it where it doesn't get out of control, where we're having to wait. And like, once again, I am not a junior fan, but we have to wait for there be a price drop or something or Dale finally give in to buy a charter because it's gotten out of hand. Like, I understand why it's for, and these owners need to have – basically know they're going to get a return on their investment because why else would you invest something if you you're just going to lose money but there needs to be some some kind of salary some kind of cap on how much you can go up so often so this doesn't get out of control this is just as bad as the nfl and these guaranteed <laughs> contracts just everybody gets so greedy and i want more and i want more and you got players holding out because they want to see what the next highest contract is so that they can now top that. And so I, I just think there's got to be – these professional sports got to start putting caps on things so it doesn't get out of control like it does. But anyway, um, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow night. If you guys want more race talk, you got Taz, Miss Lee, Chris, Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock. Uh, Wednesday night, Mario and myself will be back in the studio. We're going to be talking week two, rap, or recapping week two of college football, recapping week one, NFL, giving our NFL predictions for week two. Uh, Thursday night, racing uh, safety for success. Um, our show on, or Jared's show on racing um, and safety in the sport. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. Um, you guys can like our fan page, um, the 110 Nation, um, Race Chat Live, um, Racing for Success. He has one as well. Um, 
And make sure you guys go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. It's got our shows, our blogs, our um, schedules, marketing partners, and tabs to all the uh, different platforms we are on to catch our show on podcasts. It would be iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, um, Amazon, you name it, we are there. So uh, make sure you guys um, check that out. Anything else that I miss, Chris? Uh, yeah, I believe the Aaron Rodgers era has, is uh, already over in New York. Oh, wow. <laughs> About to flip back, that back on. Wilson, back to quarterback again. Oh, wow. That didn't take long. No, it didn't. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, be, be with us tomorrow night for uh, Race Chat Live. Me and Tad Taylor and Ms. Lee Reed will be – in the studio, bringing it to you rough and hard like we always do. Uh, there's not not an opinion we're not afraid to give on Race Chat Live. So make sure y'all tune in tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 7 o'clock Central Time. Be there. Yep, he's riding on the cart. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, my gosh. Aaron Rodgers did not last four minutes. Hello? Where's the... Where's the outro? All right. What in the world just happened here? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.